had to get in on that. He is awesome. And that's what we're here to do. And that is to praise his holy name. Certainly we thank and praise God for this 23rd day of February. That is 2021. And you're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That's SML, Inside the Pages with me, Pastor Carl Henderson. It is a pleasure to be in your listening range. Certainly I thank and praise God for what he is doing. He is awesome. He's awesome to me. Uh, this this is presented by uh, SML Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. I'm just excited about the Lord. So, you know, bear with me here because he's just been so good to me. I'm just looking at what he is doing for me and not only me, but what he's doing for others. You, uh, I'm not the only one with a testimony. And so, you know, I, I'm just excited and I'm sure that you are too. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. Listen, we're taking the, the year with purpose, and I hope you are too. And in other words, don't settle. Don't settle. Tell yourself, I refuse to settle this time. And so, you know, we, we've made that statement before, and, you know, and we settle. But let's not settle. We don't have to settle. God does not want us to settle. And so let's not do that. Uh, don't settle. Tap, tap, tap yourself. Tell yourself. Remind yourself that I'm not settling. I'm taking a year with purpose. Cornerstone, listen, we begin a consecration on the 11th of January. And the Lord is truly blessed, and this consecration is coming to an end on uh, Sunday. It's Sunday, the 28th, you know, and so, uh, uh, like forgiveness, prayer and fasting is powerful. Uh, forgiveness is powerful, prayer is powerful, and fasting is powerful. It is forceful, it influences, and it causes the impossibility to, to change. It causes what is impossible to become possible when it lines up with God's will. You know, many times we pray, but we need to pray, let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Now, many times we don't pray for the Lord's will, we pray about our will, but it's time for us to change that. Now, I guarantee you, you'll see results because when your will lines up with his will, he said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. And that means that because it's righteous, because what you're asking for is righteous, uh, you know, it's, then it makes a difference. Now, there's so many things I could say uh, in that area, but uh, time is not going to permit. I, I don't endeavor to be long before you. One thing that praise God for some, some new equipment that we're testing out this evening and, you know, and, and that was donated to the church, brand new, never been used before, you know, and, and really appreciate the blessing. Uh, that was bestowed upon the house of God, and so therefore that's what it will be used for. I uh, want to direct your attention to the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel uh, 36, that's Ezekiel 36, 36, verse 1 through 11. And uh, while you're turning there, you know, I was just enjoying some things that was, I was just enjoying the word of God and enjoying some song and praise uh, earlier 
And so I just thank God for uh, what he is doing and what the Lord, how the Lord is, is blessing, you know, and, and just thanking God for his, for his grace. I mean, I, I'm telling you, he is so awesome when it comes down to, to so many things. I don't even know where to begin, but I, I can tell you this, that I'm not going to stop praising him. And I, I hope that you're not going to stop praising him. I'm going to encourage you not to stop praising the Lord no matter what. Don't stop. Don't give in to anything or anybody that would, would tell you you're praising them too much, you know, or or anything of that nature. And so I, I've got to make a slight adjustment here. And so while I make this adjustment, let's enjoy this, this worship, this praise unto the Lord. It's not going to take me long, but I need to take something that you might be hearing right now. I'm hearing it. But uh, let's let's make this quick adjustment right quick. Everything from creation to Calvary is all about relationship. It's all about your relationship. How much he loves you and how much he wants to be in relationship with you. adjustment uh, on, on something here and so that adjustment has been made uh, but you know this is live now, others will hear this uh, broadcast later but for those of you that are listening right now you know um, <laughs> there are different adjustments and hiccups and we we work on this even before the service just so you know because we believe in professionalism you know why should we give go to work and be professional and then we're not as professional with the Lord, we don't give him that same professionalism and that he deserves. And certainly, we all know God deserves that professionalism coming from each one of us to give him our best. You know, give him our best. I do a lot of uh, reading. I like to read and, um, you know, different uh, books and stuff. But I read a lot of technology because that is my profession and I'm expected to give the best.
And so I just think God deserves even more uh, than what my job gives because they give me a salary, just like your job. However, he saves my soul, and that's precious. I only have one soul. I can go out and get another job, but I can't get another soul. And, man, I'm telling you, let's go, let's go into the word of God uh, this evening. Uh, again, that's Ezekiel 36, beginning at verse 1. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and grace. We thank you for your mercy today, Lord God, for all that you have done and that which you are going to do. Lord God, I pray and ask that you would bless those that are listening and those that will uh, hear later. Lord God, I ask that you would touch each one that is under the sound of my voice, those that are sick in their body, Lord God, those that are requesting prayer for, Lord God, because of what is upon their heart. Whatever that unspoken request is, you know. Lord, and most of all, I pray that if everything lines up with your will, that your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Ask, Lord God, that you would remember the bereaved family, Lord God, and Lord Jesus, and then touch, Lord, remember uh, uh, those, oh Lord God, and, and the situations that you understand and you know better than all of us. Lord God, I ask these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Those that have committed their lives and rededicated their lives unto you, I pray for their strength. I pray for their tenacity in Jesus' name. Amen. Ezekiel 36, 1, uh, beginning at verse 1, it says, Also thou, son of man, prophesy unto the mountains of Israel, and say, Ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, because the enemy has said against you, Ah, 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 even the ancient high places of our possession Therefore prophesy and say, Thus said the Lord God, because they have made you desolate and swallowed you up on every side, that ye might be a possession unto the residue of the heathen, and ye are taken up in the lips of talkers and are in the infamy of the people. Therefore, ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. For thus, for, thus said the Lord, to the mountain and to the hills, to the rivers and to the valleys, to the desolate waters, waste and to the cities that are forsaken, which became a prey in derision uh, to the residue of the heathen that are round about. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, surely in the fire of my jealousy have I spoken against the residue of the heathen and against all in my, uh, which have, um, which have appointed my land into their possession with the joy of all their heart, with despiteful minds to cast it out for a prey. Prophesy therefore concerning the land of Israel and say unto the mountains and to the hills, to the rivers and to the valleys, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I have spoken in my, jealous, in my jealousy and in my fury because ye have borne the shame of the heathen. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, I lifted up my hand. Surely the heathen that are about you and shall bear their shame. But ye, O mountain of Israel, shall shoot forth your branches and, your, and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, 
for they are at hand to come. For behold, I am with you, and I will turn unto you, and ye shall be tilled and sown, and I will multiply men upon you, all the house of Israel, even all of it, and the city shall be inhabited, and the waste shall be built. And I will multiply upon you men and beasts, and they shall increase and bring forth fruit. And I will settle after your old estate, and will do better unto you than at the beginning. And ye shall know that I am the Lord. Now I want to talk a little bit about a shift. There is a shift in my life. Uh, and you need to say that to yourself. There is a shift in my life. Remind yourself that good is happening. I don't care what, how uh, bad things might appear. Because the Bible says, what? Somebody, somebody should know this. But the Bible says that uh, uh, all things work to the good of them that love him. So all things will work to our good. The end result of those that love the Lord, oh, how I love him and oh, how he loves me, is going to work to our good. And it may not seem like it at the moment. Mm -hmm. I, I scratched my head. I, 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 well, I can't say I pulled my hair out, but, you know, <laughs> I, I wondered how in the world is this working for my good? You know, David said it was good that I was afflicted. You know, and and I, I had to wonder how is it good that I was afflicted, you know, um, that dealing with the things that. I, but but the Bible said it, and because the Bible said it, you know, you're not gonna understand everything, not immediately, but the day will come that your eyes will begin to open, you know, as you mature. As, as you begin to, as you're consistent in serving the Lord and loving him, all of a sudden the light will come on and you say, wow, I get it now. I didn't get it then, but I get it now. And I've had to say that many times that I get it. I get it now. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't get it then. I didn't get it when tears was in my eyes. I didn't get it when I felt troubled and I wanted to stay in bed all day. I didn't get it, you know, when I just wanted to disappear for a moment. I didn't get it. You know, but I get it now. I get it. And you'll be able to say the same thing. So just hold on. There is a shift in our lives. There's a shift in my life. There's and good things. Good things is happening. Our lives, along with events, constantly change. There are good days, bad days. And we respond to events. We respond to people and opportunities. You know, uh, sometimes we respond and it's not so good. There are other times that we respond and it's great. You know, maybe you're on the freeway and it's that, that vehicle in front of you and, and they're driving, everyone else is doing 55 and 60 and they're doing 45 and you can see that there's nobody in front of them and you just really want to give them a little nudge to go on. Well, you know, you don't know what's going on up there. You don't know why it might be happening, but we, we want to respond to that event. We want to respond to what's going on but what we have to do is pray for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding because that helps us in knowing when to confess to ourselves that we need help. Did you know it's important to confess that you need help? You know, it's nothing wrong with when your foot hurt, 
you'll, you'll tell your, your child, you'll tell the person next to you, you know, don't watch out. My foot hurt. Don't touch that. You know, I, you touch my foot, you know, especially when you're talking to children, uh, you don't want to. And so, but you know, there's times that we just say that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to claim that, <clears throat> but we know that there is an issue. You know, maybe you wake up and you don't feel good. You know, uh, I'm not talking about physically, but but mentally, uh, emotionally, and, and we have we need to just say, hey, this is where I'm at right now, and Lord, I need your help. I need your help. Confess to ourselves that we need help. <coughs> we need help from the Lord. I, I left my water in the in the car, so excuse me. I'm a little dry mouth right now, but, but let's go on. We're not going to be long. And so we confess uh, that we need help. When you don't feel good, when you don't want to, being truthful instead of walking in denial makes a world of difference. You can't get help when you're in denial. And, and you know, so uh, confessing truth leads to assistance sooner than later. Israel and their enemy responded to something that they both viewed as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. However, it resulted in a series of life-changing events. We, uh, what we do today will have a positive or a negative, uh, have positive or negative results. It's, it can impact us for a day. There are things that will impact us for weeks, for months, even years. However, there was a remedy. The Bible tells us in, in Ezekiel, in the ninth chapter, about the fourth verse. And the Lord said unto him, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the heads of the men that sigh and that cry for all the inhabitation that be done in the, the abominations. I'm sorry, not habitations, the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. And so there was a remnant in, the, in all of this that was going on. There was a remnant in, during this captivity that was yet calling out unto the Lord that yet stood against the abominations, you know, the things that they were doing. The, the children of Israel was committing, uh, they were worshiping idols. The children of Israel was speaking about the prophet at least behind his back. And the Lord revealed it, told Ezekiel, look, they, they laughing at you. They talking about you. You know, I'm letting you know ahead what they're saying too. And, you know, they would show up to hear what Ezekiel had to say as if it was a show. And, and you know, um, and we talked about this early on. You have to go back in, into the archive uh, and, and find it uh, by clicking God on demand from the website. But uh, they talked about Ezekiel. And uh, God let them know that even when they were hiding, uh, he said, he told Ezekiel, he said, go and, and just dig through the wall because they think they're hidden. They think that, and so Israel, that in all of this, because of the captivity, there was a remnant of those that kept the covenant of God. They were in captivity. They did not compromise their relationship with the Lord. How many are compromising their relationship with God today? The remnant did not, uh, they took deliberate actions, you know, even just coming to service, going to service. That's a deliberate action. Uh, that's not, you know, God looks at that. Uh, 
being uh, responsive and, and uh, tuning in to the to the box. God looks at that. That's a deliberate action. And so the remnant, they position themselves to honor the Lord. The remnant remained connected to good works. They kept the faith and personal commitment unto the Lord. Now listen to what the Lord is saying. Son of man, we know he's talking to Ezekiel. Uh, today he's talking to you as well as me. Prophesy unto the mountains of Israel and say, ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Now the mountains of Israel refer to the land of Israel, also known as the ancient heights. Uh, he said, say to my elect, the mountains of Israel, say to my elect, say to the chosen generation, the royal priesthood, because uh, the Bible lets us know in 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10, it says, ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye shall should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which is which in time past we were not a people. We were not associated with God because of the contaminant sin. Sin uh, separated Adam and Eve from God. But now, uh, in this present moment, but are now in this present moment, we are the people of God, which had which had not obtained mercy. But now, today, at this very moment. We have obtained mercy. That, that's a reason to give God a, a, a praise because we have obtained mercy. That's a reason to magnify him and just exalt him because we have obtained mercy. The, the second verse says, thus said the Lord God, because the enemy has said against you, ah, 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 uh, you know, they, 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 they had a wickedness about themselves. Even the ancient high places are, are, it belongs to us. We're going to take it in possession. Therefore prophesy and say, thus said the Lord God, because they have made you desolate. See, they took advantage of Israel in, a, in the time that they had, they had messed up. And uh, swallow you up on every side that ye may be a possession unto the residue of the heathen and ye are taken up uh, in the lips of the talker. They're talking about you behind your back. They're showing outrage against the, the people of God. And, and you know, and so uh, I, I want to drive this point home this evening uh, that God wanted to put a stop to all the shenanigans, beginning with Israel. So I know as we travel through the book of Isaiah, I mean, because even our four moms like, man, this, Israel, you guys have really got yourselves in some trouble uh, because the the first 16, 19, 20 chapters is dealing with Israel by itself, by themselves, and the shenanigans that they were trying to pull. The enemy was laughing, but listen, God was not. We have to remember Israel authorized this. They the one that triggered this. They the one that put all this in motion. And, and I know bad things happen to good people because remember there was a uh, a remnant of people that were there in the midst of all of this that was not siding with the majority. You cannot side with the majority. The, the Bible plainly lets us know that that broad is the way and uh, narrow is the path and few there be that find it. But Israel, those that was not part of the remnant, those that was the majority provoked God instead of entreating him as their savior. It's important that we entreat the Lord as our Savior because that's who he is. 
He is our Lord and Savior, and he knows that. Sin is serious business, and it has repercussions. That is why hell and the lake of fire was created. Now, I was thinking as I was uh, writing out, I remember way, I remember back in the 90s, uh, and someone else may have preached this. As a matter of fact, I know some folks that have preached it uh, since then. But I preached a message and asked them, what in the hell do you want? Now, you young ministers that are out there, heard it, go ahead, uh, preach it. But listen, that is a question. What in hell do you want? Uh, the Bible lets us know uh, in Matthew 25, 41, then shall he say unto, uh, also unto them on the left hand, depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angel. So you need to understand that hell was not created for you. The lake of fire was not created for you. It was created for the devil and his angels. And so uh, uh, you don't want to go there and you don't want to cause, you don't want to suffer uh, from, the, from uh, the business of sin and deal with the repercussions of that now and then deal with what is going to come later. Some of us acted like Israel and the enemy took advantage. Uh, the enemy took advantage of finances. The enemy took advantage uh, when we acted like Israel and rebelled against God. The enemy took advantage of our finances. Homes was broken. Pregnancies occurred. Addictions occurred. Incarcerations occurred. Mental and emotional brokenness, even death, are, are the result of rebelling against God. And Israel was dealing with all of this. How many times have you witnessed or even heard these words or actions being carried out. I'll show them. Or I'll, I'll jump. I'm going to leave church, but I'm going to jump back in later. But later never came. Something happened much sooner than they uh, thought. And so that day never arrived. We can't play with God like that. And Israel played with God. Israel rebelled against sovereign God. And the end result was not good for anyone. Not only did Israel suffer, but their enemy. Because see, there wouldn't have never been an opportunity for the enemy to take advantage of them and to come against them and to uh, erode them and, and, take, and, and do the things that they did uh, to take them into captivity if they had not gotten out the will of God. Saints, friends, let's stand the will of God. God had Ezekiel to effectively uh, uh, carry out multiple interventions. This, was, uh, this is what captivity, and this is what all this is about. It's about intervening. It's about intervention and stopping what is going on. Now, remember God, son of Ezekiel, dreamed, uh, told him to eat bread made of cow dung, had him to lay on his right side, on his left side for a number of days. Now, God didn't do all of this for nothing. Uh, he was, he was, he, uh, Ezekiel was not allowed to weep over the death of his wife to show the seriousness of, of Israel's sin. This man went through something. You know, for these preachers, uh, then that we read about in the scripture and everyone from that moment uh, in time, even to our day and time that have stood uh, through, through uh, suffering, have stood when people talked about them, have shed blood, those that have stood and, and uh, for the cause of Christ, God's not looking at that lightly. And neither did he look at it lightly what Ezekiel was doing. Uh, he told Ezekiel, pack your suitcases and move from place to place. When they see you in the evening moving, 
They're going to ask you what, what you're doing. They're going to be looking at you all crazy and stuff. When they see you in the morning getting up, moving again, uh, he was letting them know that, that you're going to be moved from place to place. And so here's the intervention at work. Tell him to cut, hold Ezekiel, to cut his hair as a symbol to name a few things. God knew this would get Israel's attention, that they would be curious as to what's going on. And, and so uh, the Bible, the Bible says that the enemy, your enemy, taunted and teased uh, Israel. They laughed at them and they had plans to take all that they possessed. Your hiccups, I call them hiccups, those hiccups that we, and things that we trip over, the ones you normally, things that you normally give into are viewed by your enemy as an opportunity to take control. Look, the Bible, what does the Bible tell us? Do not give the devil a what? Don't give the devil a what? A place. Do not give your enemy a place. So that requires us to be disciplined. It requires you to be disciplined. It requires me to be disciplined. You know, uh, they, they often talk about the pig. Uh, the pig farmers, you know, people that have livestock will tell you that, you know, how the animals act. But the pig will walk around a fence and it will bump into it looking for a weakness. And, 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 and when it finds that weakness, it will keep working on that weakness until it breaks it open so that it can get out. The Bible tells us in 2 Peter 5 and 8, it said, be sober, be sober, our minds, be sober, be sober mind, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion, seeking, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Like the pig, your enemy is looking to take you captive. Like the pig, the enemy is looking to take advantage of any and every situation. But God, there's a shift that is happening in our lives. There's something good that is happening. A shift means to move, to be caused to move from one place to another. Israel is about to be moved. Israel is about to be uh, encountered uh, from being moved out of one place to another. It is a change in position or direction. Israel is about to experience a change in their position and direction. Israel uh, has, uh, Ezekiel has dealt with Israel and it has been a laborious task, but there is a shift now. We have seen the focus. Uh, the focus is change, has changed several times and is and his preparation uh, for a blessing. Uh -huh. God has to get us in line in order to receive the blessing that he wants to give us. And now, now, don't get upset with God uh, because he will not conform to your ideology. And he's not going to conform to mine. He's not going to conform to anyone. He's not going to conform uh, uh, to nobody except his word because his word is exalted high above his name. His word will uh, will be here when heaven and earth pass away, when there's a new heaven and a new earth. His word is going to be here because that's what's going to perform it all. We were told to, to do what? Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. We were told, uh, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Israel was conforming to the world around them. Well, you know, they dressing like that. I, I want to dress like that. You know, they're being as, uh, listen, whether it's male or female, God did not call us to be provocative, not, not in the open, as provocative as you want in your bedroom when you're at home with that, that special summer, but not 
uh, in public, not giving up the goodies and all of that in public and, and to others. Uh, this belongs to God. Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. And so uh, that's what it's supposed to be. And we're supposed to present our bodies as living sacrifice, which is holy and acceptable unto the Lord. And that's our reasonable service. But Israel wanted to conform to the world around them and what everybody, well, that's good. You know, they went out and purchased, you know, at the swap meet and got a little ceramic statue to sit on their dashboard and drive down the street. Uh, look, that ceramic statue is not going to save you when you in, in the time of need and it's not going to welcome you into eternity. This is a temporary place. This is a journey that we're on and there's no doubt about it because we all have loved ones. We've seen people. We know that, that we come into this world and we exit. When you make your exit, stage left or it's going to be stage right when you exit. And so I, I need you to be with me and stay in this moment because God is preparing his elect so that they can enter into his divine will. Uh, see that shift that is occurring with Israel. Uh, they're going to be entering into God's divine will, that good that is happening. Uh, because they're going to be entering into his divine will. You want to be in his divine will as it covers both the natural and the spiritual. Uh huh. Listen, we have been in a consecration from the 11th of January and uh, someone, they got upset at work. The, one of the VPs at work got upset because someone has been singing praises about, uh, about uh, uh, Pastor Carl. They've been saying some things and they asked them, well, why are you doing, saying all those nice things and why are you kissing up there? And the, the response from that manager said, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying that he's doing a great job at what he's, at some of the things that I've asked him to do that makes our department run a lot smoother. And I give that credit to the Lord because God, when we ask God for wisdom and knowledge and understanding, that impacts what we do in our natural uh, as well as our spiritual, our spirit man. It, it works in both. It's not just one area. We're not, we not just, we're not spiritual beings. We haven't been caught up. We haven't left here. We in the flesh. You know, it, it's cold. Somebody's cold right now. Got on their coat and scarf and all of that. Others of us is, is, is warm and got on our, and just got on a shirt, you know, and, and uh, you know, someone is, is out skateboarding, right? We in the, we are in the natural and we need wisdom and knowledge to help us in our natural, the natural man. The Bible even says, first come the natural, then the spiritual. So you're not, we're not going to be all, uh, I'm, I'm all spiritual. I'm Pastor Carl. I'm all spiritual and I, I'm doing a lousy job at work. Come on now. Uh, we're not going to be all spiritual and, and we never clean the house and everything. The cleanliness is next to godliness. Uh, we, you know, so so we got to put things in his right perspective because God's divine will covers both the natural and the spiritual. I, I'm 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 going to stop uh, shortly here, but therefore, ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God to the mountains and to the hills, to the rivers and to the valleys, to the desolate wastes and to the cities that are forsaken, which became a prey. Uh, duration of the residue of the heathen that are round about, therefore is used as a continuation of the previous. It is specific to the saints and require our undivided attention. And, and so what God is saying is I'm going to impact your entire situation on every level uh, of society, uh, every level. So hear the word of the Lord. He said in every, on every level, because listen, 
Let me read it again. Thus said the Lord to the mountains, so the high places, to the hills, not so high, but yet lifted, to the rivers, and to the valleys, and to the desolate wastes. We can take that and, and just look at that symbolically, that, and to the cities and, and that are forsaken, and to the prey. That, you know, everybody is impacted, no matter what your economic status is, wh what you might think it is. You know, some people have champagne taste, but beer money. You know, so no matter what you think you are, you know, in Israel, they were impacted. No matter what title they had before the captivity, they were impacted. What possession they had, they were impacted. They not leaving. They didn't leave in captivity. They didn't have, you know, uh, maybe they had an ass to ride upon. But now they went into captivity and they don't have that. Maybe they had a horse. You know, those were luxuries. Maybe they had some cattle. But in captivity, you don't have all of that. And so there are different levels that now, but God is saying, hey, hear the word of the Lord. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to bore your patience with, I want you to read the fifth through the, 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 the eighth verses, but I'm going to drop down to the ninth verse. I'm going to drop down to verse nine, because there are a few things here that I want to point out uh, before we, before we close. And that is this. He said, for behold, I'm with you. And I will turn unto you, and ye shall be tilled and sown, and I will multiply men upon you, all the house of Israel, even all of it, and the city shall be inhabited, and the waste shall be built. And I will multiply upon you uh, the uh, man and beast, and they shall increase and bring fruit. And I will settle after your old estates, and will do better unto you than you're at your beginning, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. I want you to understand something here, because we said, you know, in our, our subject uh, of this within this scripture, that there is a shift in my life, and, and that good is happening. Your tongue is like a magnet. The, the Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue. So you need to start speaking these things. I'm telling you as the word of God is saying, uh, the Lord is telling Israel, this is what I'm going to do. This brings about hope. This brings about expectation. And hope is something that we all need to hold on to. Without hope, we become sorrowful. But when there's hope, it makes a difference. And so the Bible lets us know that, that the power uh, of life and death is in the tongue. And your tongue is, is like that magnet. It draws stuff to you and it is connected to your thoughts the bible plainly tells us that whatsoever a man thinketh so is he so if we think down we're going to walk around acting all down and, and out if we think ourselves up then that's going to add joy and that joy is what strength so god has given you 10 things to think about 10 things to think about uh-huh and that and well actually it's more than 10 but i only listed 10 uh, from verses uh, 9 through uh, 11 that I, I listed out 10 things and, and you might find more uh, if you want to spend time looking but um, but that's from uh, Ezekiel 36 that they are promises because we're we're like the remnant in other words we're we're keeping the faith and we keep and we're keeping our commitment we're staying connected to God and so God can't ignore that because he cannot ignore his word that is within us. Oh, bless your Lord God.
that he's not going to ignore anything. He's not going to ignore it. He's not going to, uh, to, to, to kick, it, kick it to the curb. Mm -mm. God is, is speaking, and he's letting the children of Israel know that I, I have something great planned for you. And so we just have to hold on and look to see what is going to transpire next. We have to hold on to see what God has coming, not just for Israel. It's not just for Israel that God has something coming, but for you and I. What's next? What does God have for us? His faithful, because he doesn't forget our work and our labor of love. Nothing is done in vain. No, 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 not, not with God. He remembers it all. Remember, the Bible says that those that feared the Lord often spanked one to another, and a book of remembrance was written. Hmm? A book of remembrance was written. And so God looks, and he remembers all that's going on, and he's writing it, and, and, he's, just, and he's bragging about us, and he's talking about us. You know, and he has even sent a great cloud of witness to be with those that love him. Uh-huh. A great cloud of witness. We're compassed about with a great cloud of witness. That's what that, that is when you're um, thinking about the goodness of God. That's what you're experiencing when you're when you are hear those words of encouragement, whether you're waking up in the morning or going to bed at night or you're going through your day, it is that great cloud of witness. And so with that being said, we just thank and praise God for his word this evening. And and want to continue to, to pray for one another. I solicit your prayers. Pray for me, you know, as I, I'm praying for you. And, and we're going to bless the name of the Lord together because we're all, we're in this. This is one thing that we are in. We are in this together. Bless your name, Jesus. We're in this together. We're in this together. And so we don't want to forget that. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you for your grace in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you are going to do and that, Lord God, how you have blessed us. We're looking because there are good things that are going to happen, Lord God. And I just pray and ask that you will bless those that have heard your word and those that will hear it later. Lord God, to believe, Lord Jesus, on your word, to have faith in you, Lord. Pray, Lord God, that you would continue to strengthen us, Lord God, as we are committed, as we are keeping the faith. You're the author and finisher of our faith, so we thank you right now for your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, Lord God. Bless you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you know, I, I pray that you would have, if you're starting your day, that you would have a blessed day, that you would have a blessed evening, that you would have a blessed Morning. I don't know where where you are right now, um, what you might be doing, what you're preparing for, but but certainly be blessed in all that you do. Bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you have not dedicated your life to Him, I pray that you will. If you need to rededicate your life, that you do so. You know we're uh, certainly. Don't, don't mess with sin because sin is a serious business. If you desire to be saved and looking for a church home, I pray that you find a church of truth and power near you. 
If you're in the Southern California area, certainly we have room for you to grow and to be part of ministry, you know, and let God be God. Remember the songs uh, by our songstress and those featured are the respective property of the artists and the producers. If you've missed any of the messages, please visit connectingtruth.org and click God on demand uh, to access the message archive. This is Pastor Carl Anderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, again at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Hope to see you here or to see you there and to then be blessed and rest in the Lord.